This is Blind Football News. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Blind Football News. Today on Monday the 27th of November, I'm your host Joe and we've got quite a show for you today. In case it's your first time listening, Blind Football News is a podcast aimed at blind and visually impaired listeners. We'll do two episodes a week, always coming out on Monday and Thursday. So what happened in the weekend? Well, let's listen to it and the news. All right, so the first really cool thing that happened this weekend came from the Premier League, from the game between Everton and Manchester United. Manchester United would go on and win the game 3-0, but the key moment came in the third minute when Alejandro Ganacho scored what probably, well, will definitely be a contender for the goal of the year. Manchester United attacked down the right side. Lindelof got the ball just before the touchline at the edge of the penalty box. He crosses it towards the left post, and then Ganacho, while backtracking, he kind of has to jump and kick the ball over his head, so it's a bicycle kick from... 16, almost from the edge of the penalty box, from 40 meters out, and he whacks it right into the top right bin. Amazing goal, and it's actually so amazing that the commentators really lost their mind. Here's what it sounded like on French news. As they said, la but de l'année, the goal of the year. I think this will definitely be up there come the end of the season or the end of the year, and it was really spectacular so again from a position in front of the left post around 12 30 meters out the ball flying high probably like 130 150 meters in there and he's jumping with the kicking the ball over his own head and then straight into the other top corner it was really an amazing goal nothing the keeper could do and really a a spectacular moment that well rewarded neutrals and (laughs) silenced the Everton stadium because Everton as you might know they have been reprimed for their financial fair play breaches, so there was a huge protest going on, but that really shut up the entire stadium in Goodison Park. So, yeah, from talking Premier League, that was the first goal. There was also another, well, less spectacular, but definitely emotionally important goal when Arsenal went on to beat Brentford 1-0. The game was, well, a bit difficult, actually, for Arsenal and not the most entertaining game for the neutral Um they were kind of trading punches, trading blows, but nothing really amazing happened. Uh, Arsenal actually had to clear a ball off the line twice to keep scores level. But then in the 89th minute, a cross comes from the right side. Substitute Kai Havertz runs towards the far post, towards the left post. And from one meter out, he heads, nods the ball downwards and it goes through the legs of the goalkeeper to put his side ahead 1-0, which was also the final score and quite emotional moment for the fans because... If you have been following the Premier League, uh, Kai Havertz, who came for more than £60 million from Chelsea, well, he has not been a favourite of media or of other fan groups. He's been judged as the worst transfer in ages. So for him, that was a real wonderful moment and a lot of weight of his shoulders. And this is what it sounded like also, again, on French TV, on Canal+. Plus. Leaving England and heading to the wonderful, beautiful Lombardia region in Italy, uh, history was written when AC Milan's 15-year-old player Francesco Camrado became the youngest ever Serie A player. He was substituted on when Milan beat Fiorentina 1-0 and got quite the reception of the fans. 
this is what it sounded like in the stadium. That must be really amazing. Imagine being 15 years old, well, 15 years and 268 days old and having an entire stadium, 80,000 people cry your name out loud. That, yeah, amazing, amazing scenes. I can only imagine what it's like. Unfortunately, I never got to be a professional football player, but I'm sure he and his family are over the moon right now. Also over the moon, a new Galactico, Jude Bellingham from Real Madrid, has set a record for his club. He scored 14 goals in his first 15 games. No player for Real Madrid has ever done that before. And what makes it even more impressive is that he's actually a midfield player. So, yeah, impressive stats. More than 100 million spent, but I think you can actually say, just like with Harry Kane for Bayern Munich or Declan Rice for Arsenal, that was more than 100 million well spent and seems to be actually quite a bargain, if you can say that with these absurd numbers. All right. That's it for the news for today. Oh no, one final item. There was a big uproar in Germany when the club Eintracht Frankfurt, or more precisely their supporters, put up a banner saying, I, uh, this is a literal translation, there's many music styles but only two genders. Yeah, that caused quite the uproar, of course, from well, various fan groups. Also within the Eintracht Frankfurt fan group, there was huge uh, arguments and there might be some fining Coming up, we'll see how Bundesliga decides to deal with that one. All right, that's it from the news. Let's go into today's match of the day, which is Manchester City against Liverpool, which was, of course, the most important clash of the weekend. First against second in the Premier League and Manchester City against Liverpool, a rivalry that's been going on for a couple of years. Before the game, Pep Guardiola said that Jurgen Klopp, Liverpool's coach, is his favourite rival, so to say, and that they've pushed each other further and further for the last couple of years. So it's a real treat that we were able to look forward to and that took place on Sunday. And the first action of the game came in the 10th minute. Liverpool are playing out from behind. Keeper Allison has the ball. He steps on it to evade on rushing Haaland. Passes to its left, but it's intercepted by Foden. Foden in the penalty box with the chance. He shoots, but straight at Keeper Allison. Nothing the keeper has to do there. He calmly collects it. And rolls the ball out to start a counter-attack for Liverpool, but that doesn't amount to anything. Then, in the 15th minute, Liverpool attack. They play the ball down the right side to Mohamed Salah. He plays an in-swinging cross towards the six-yards box. Darwin Nunes gets a He has it at goal, but saved! Edison saves it, he palms it straight in the air. And in the aftermath, another Liverpool player tries to get there, but ends up pushing Kyle Walker. So, free kick to Manchester City. Scores still level after 15 minutes. In the 19th minute, Liverpool have the ball again in their own penalty box. They try to play up from behind, pass it to Alisson. Alisson dallies on the ball. Haaland charges at him. And just in the last second, Alisson gets the ball away. But it took way too long, and it was a very shaky moment of the goalkeeper. Liverpool fans will be counting their blessings because it was already the second time within the first half hour that Alisson looked really, really iffy on the ball. Then, the 27th minute. Alisson collects a harmless shot on target and tries to start a quick counter-attack by knocking the ball forward. However, he miscues his kick. Manuel Akanji collects it in the left half space. He dribbles past one defender, past two defenders, on the edge of the penalty box, passes to Haaland. Haaland, with his left foot, takes a shot and scores! 1-0 Manchester City. From just inside the penalty box, half-left position, he strikes a low shot towards the right post. Keeper Allison does manage to get his fingertips onto it, but not enough to deflect it wide. It was a great strike by the Norwegian forward who once again just proves how phenomenal he is, how his instinct for goal is just something that sets him apart. And this is what it sounded like live on British TV. 
This is Aki to Haaland. That's the sight of goal he wanted. He becomes the fastest player to 50 goals in Premier League history. And the stats are just ridiculous. 50 goals in 48 games, averaging more than a goal per game in the Premier League. That is absolutely unheard of in the modern Premier League era, especially over such a long period of time and just proves what a phenomenal generational talent Erling Haaland is. And the 42nd minute. Liverpool have attacked down the left side. Pass to Salah. It's intercepted. Suddenly Manchester City with a huge chance to break. It's three against three. Still in their own half. Doku with the ball. Charges towards the penalty box. Two players. One to his left, one to his right, and two defenders in front of him. He plays the ball to the right to Alvarez. Into the penalty box. Alvarez with a cross for Haaland, but it's too wide. Just a tiny bit too high. A huge opportunity goes begging. Manchester City could have been 2-0 up, but alas, they missed. So halftime score still 1-0 to the hosts. 52nd minute, Manchester City with the first attack of the second half. Haaland has the ball at the centre circle, plays it to his colleague. A long cross towards Doku. Doku at the edge of the penalty box in a one-on-one. -on -one, drags it back to Alvarez. Alvarez completely free shot at the penalty spot, but high and wide. He just hooks his shot. It goes harmlessly over the goal of Alisson. Another golden opportunity for Manchester City to double their lead, but it remained at 1-0. Then the 68th minute, Manchester City win a corner on the left side. Julian Alvarez, the right-footed player, plays an in-swing ball into the six-yard box. Alisson, challenged by Kanji, jumps up, tries to grab it, but it slips through his hands, onto the far post. Ruben Diaz is there in front of the empty net, pushes it in 2-0. Or not. The whistle. The referee whistles and says that there was a foul on Alisson Becker, the goalkeeper of Liverpool. Replay showed that when he was jumping up, he was challenged by Akanji. Akanji had his right arm extended and was pushing or pulling Alisson down a bit. It's not an awful lot of contact, to be honest, but I guess you can give it. There is definitely a slight pushing motion. He's kind of trying to pull down the arm that's going up to catch the ball. So I guess, yeah, a goal that is chalked off correctly, even though it does seem a bit harsh and, of course, uh, will have disappointed Ruben Diaz, whose first goal this season it would have been. The second minute, Liverpool attack down the right side. Salah plays a through ball into the penalty box. Darwin Nunes gets a tight angle, shoots, saved. Great save by Everton. Just from the right corner of the six-yard box, Darwin gets there, takes his first touch with a shot straight on goal but Edison gets down to prevent the ball from going in it was a very f a ferocious strike towards the near post Ever Edison would have had it covered I actually think the ball would have gone slightly wide but anyway Edison put his hands to it to prevent any well risky behavior on his part so still 1-0 then the 80th minute Liverpool attack down the left side they try an early cross Intended for Salah, but it doesn't end up finding him. Still, Salah races back, gets the ball on the right edge of the penalty box. He sees Alexander Arnold to his left. Short ball. Alexander takes it. Touch. Shot. Goal! 1-1. One, one. Alexander Arnold from just inside the penalty box with his right foot, a low strike towards the left post. Nothing Edison can do. His outstretched fingertips just can't get there and can't prevent the ball from striking the net just to the inside of the post. It was a great strike to put scores level in the 80th minute. Salah. It was hit by Trent Alexander-Arnold. Back to 1-1. An absolutely crucial goal by Trent Alexander-Arnold and it would also be his first goal of the season in what might be, just might be one of the key goals in the title race. So scores level at 
81 minutes, but would it be enough for Liverpool to take away a point from Manchester City? The 98th minute, City with a corner from the left side. In swinger towards the six-yard box, Haaland is there, he heads and wide millimetres. Just the ball whiskers millimetres past the right post to keep scores at 1-1 and it wouldn't end up being the final action of the game. So, so close, yet so far, Manchester City and Liverpool Share the spoils, 1-1, and that means we have a new leader in the Premier League. Arsenal now sit in first place on 30 points, one point ahead of Manchester City in second, and then followed by Liverpool and Aston Villa, both on 28. Tottenham currently sit in fifth on 26. They lost their game on Sunday against Aston Villa, so it was a big game for both of them. That puts Aston Villa into the Champions League spots, whereas Tottenham drop out of it. But there's still a lot of football to be played this season. And talking about football to look forward to and games that are going to be played, there's some really cool games this week with the return of the Champions League and we'll definitely cover the most interesting ones in Thursday's episode. We've got AC Milan against Borussia Dortmund and PSG against Newcastle United on Tuesday. And on Wednesday, it's going to be a little final, a tiny little final, I'd say, between Galatasaray Istanbul and Manchester United because if Manchester United lose in Istanbul then they are definitely out of the Champions League. They'll probably still make it to the Europa League, but they'll be out of the Champions League. So there'll be a really intensive game to look forward to. All right, that's it for today. Thank you so much for dropping in and I look, back, I look forward to having you back on Thursday. Until then, take care and goodbye.